Yes, yes, guys. How are we? We are back. It is January the 1st. We have jumped head first into work, right? Um, for me, having three to four days off was plenty. Okay, I did not need any more. It was nice to just stop, recharge, kind of take a little bit of a little bit of downtime but you probably see it a lot as well a lot of us find that actually when we have that downtime our creativity goes up so it was really nice to actually just sit you know for a couple of hours here and there just literally I'm super old school so I will literally have like a notepad um and just write out content ideas etc so like for me you might have seen it on my story yesterday I literally just kind of wrote out you know it's, I think it's about 17 content ideas for this week um we're going to go heavy with the content delivery uh for you guys over um the course of this year which I'm super super excited about but it was having that downtime that kind of allowed me to do that you know without without really kind of thinking um so I kind of wanted to share this and you've probably heard this from a lot of different people um over the probably the last kind of like week right that kind of downtime in between Christmas and New Year a lot of people were kind of sharing wins and highlights and things they've struggled with and ultimately lessons as well and this is something that I wanted to do as well not necessarily for the sake of kind of ticking a podcast box it was more for the sake of actually it's really good for self-reflection as well like if anything I find these podcast episodes like you know because I think for us as well like me you guys will probably get it as well but we're, we're creative people right you know we're creating content we're creating programs for, for for our clients and we're always creating we've always got lots and lots of ideas so we've always got things swirling around our head that we know is going to help and get out there and I, I think podcasts are a really really good way to do this so yeah, so I wanted, I wanted to kind of do like a, a business and kind of personal lessons from 2023, um, you know, because I think we can get them both. And because we've had that time to reflect, we can kind of be like, OK, actually, cool, that that was, you know, kind of a really big breakthrough or something that, you know, kind of gave you a transition or, you know, when you see from like personal growth or confidence and you can kind of sit there and kind of, you know, really reflect and be like, yeah, that's actually a really, really good lesson. And if it's going to help others as well, I think, I think it'll be huge. So I've literally just jotted down. So I'm not I like, I, you know, this isn't going to be like some, you know, 90 minute spiel. I want to keep it super direct and to the point. She says that as she's literally just waffled for the first 10 minutes. But what we're going to go, we're going to go with a couple of personal and uh, we've got three business ones to go through as well. So I think the first one, which actually I thought about yesterday when I was doing like an end of year kind of style post is going back through your photos, right? Going back through your phone. Um, because we do it in business where we literally just look at the last month, what was turnover, how many clients did I sign up, you know, how many kind of client wins did we get, et cetera. But what you don't do is kind of look at the whole year, right? And it's the same with personal. And actually, when I went back through the year, there was like loads of stuff that happened like January, February, March that I'd completely forgotten about. Um, so if you haven't done already, literally just take a little bit of time sit down, scroll back through your phone, literally take it all the way back to January 23 and just go through the photos. And it's actually just a really good way just to kind of be like, actually, I've done a lot of stuff, but also it just jogs memories. You're going to have bits that you'll smile at and you'll laugh at and you'll be like, what the fuck was I doing, etc. And that's just from this year, right? So take that time to do it, okay? Because like I say, it will really remind you. Um, and I think this also fits into the second kind of personal lesson that I've got. And as some of you will probably know, so April 23, I ran the London Marathon. Um, 
never ran before in my life. It was a drunken decision of December 22. I was out for a client night out. This is when I was working with fitness clients still. And um, a couple of them are runners. Um, we'd been we'd been out. We'd had a few drinks. And it, I was, it was about 10.30 on the Saturday night. Got into a conversation about the London Marathon. And one of the ladies works for a charity that still had a space for the April. And there I was filling out the application form um, at half 10 on a Saturday night, about two to three weeks uh, before Christmas. Within about three days, I think by the Monday, um, my space had been confirmed. So, yeah, it got a little bit real very, very quickly. Obviously, obviously the, the fizzy lemonade had worn off by then. And I was like, right, cool, we're going to do it. And to me, that was a huge personal achievement, but not so much the actual marathon. I always said, and I remember saying this to my coach as well, I always said, and I actually had a call with him. It was probably about six weeks before the marathon, I think. And I was like, I'm really struggling to do the training, right? Because there is not one part of me that doesn't think I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to complete this marathon. Not one part of me, even if I have to crawl, I'm not, not going to finish it. Right. Obviously, unless something absolutely catastrophic happened. So for me in my mindset, it was actually really difficult to do the training because I was going to complete it anyway. Right. And you can look at that and be like, well, that's fucking arrogant. Right. And actually he gave some insanely good words of wisdom. And I'm glad I followed his advice because um, I hurt after it right and I can't even imagine if I'd not done um you know the tr the training up to it because it would have been you know a hundred times worse than that but when I look back at the achievement I think of it like you know I remember um I think it was an event and they kind of asked what's your biggest achievement and as I say I never thought the marathon was the biggest achievement so I always thought I was going to finish it it was the discipline and the training leading up to it right? It was four to five months. I was running three times a week. I really enjoyed strength training. So I was still trying to do that three times a week as well. Um, you know, as well as obviously everything else kind of, you know, life and business wise. So it took up a lot of time and just having the general discipline to, you know, at seven, eight o'clock in the morning, you know, when it's still pitch black, obviously in January time to kind of get out and do a run that i fucking did not want to do I don't I can't remember one time I woke up and thought yeah let's go for a run right that's a lot of fucking runs to absolutely hate so for me that was a huge huge achievement right and fast forward to that I then I then did the Manchester half last October as well not around since then by the way um but something we might do might do for for this year but looking back at achievements okay that's got nothing to do with business because I think sometimes that's what we focus on too much all right it's exactly the same with the photos. We look back at a month as opposed to what happened, you know, last year. And with your achievements, it's exactly the same. Yes, business achievements are huge. OK, yes, it takes confidence. It takes discipline. It takes resilience. You know, it takes perseverance. It takes everything you can think of, every single personality trait going to make a business a success. Right. But what I think we need to look at is actually what have we done personally? What can you look back and think, you know, from a hobby perspective, Again, because I think sometimes, which is fine, like we're so engrossed in business and it's it's our baby, right? And it's like every waking minute is about business. Are my clients doing okay? Can I give them more? Have I done enough lead generation? Have I posted enough content? Which is all great. And ultimately there will be a degree, as I say, of discipline and everything like that around it. But what have we done personally? Because you get too engrossed in the business side of it, you tend to lose sight of you, right? And I don't mean from a training perspective, because majority of you listening to this will be in the fitness space anyway. But training is like, 
that's just a daily thing, right? Yes, it helps hugely with um, uh, mental health and our mentality, and we might have some physical goals that we are aiming towards, but ultimately that's part of your day-to-day. -day. So what else can we do that is a hobby, right? A personal achievement, something for us that isn't business-related, okay? And I think that's a huge, huge le lesson for me as well, because when I wasn't training, when London Marathon training finished, it was a reason why I did the Manchester one as well, because it was like that's something for me right that's a personal achievement and I noticed off the back end of like you know for me I made a decision after the Manchester half that I was like right literally I've been running since last December right that that's been my training plan for like eight nine months now right so I need to I just want I just don't want to do it <laughs> do you know what I mean I just want to get into the love of training again and just training with no pressure which is what happened off the back end of last last year but I think for me as well I think having that goal made a huge, huge difference because it was me. It was not business related. And especially with running, right, as well. I didn't have my phone. I, I wasn't obviously checking messages and stuff. It was it was kind of my time to my time to kind of switch up. So, yeah, going off on a little bit of a tangent, but I think definitely look at kind of personal achievements, all right? And if, you, if you're struggling to find any, okay, then it's actually like, well, what is my day-to-day -day made up of? Business training, business training, business training cool where is there a little bit of time for me where I can actually do something that I want to do that I can look back and think fuck this is a really good personal achievement so that was two kind of like personal lessons that I definitely learned um from last year and hope um it can kind of help you guys as well so from kind of like a business perspective so first one I kind of wanted to touch on is um <laughs> I've written down stand your ground right but what I mean by that is, is having the confidence and backing yourself when it comes to your coaching and your business, right? Because I find a lot of people, you know, I know I say this because it used to be me and it might be you as well. A lot of people will like not fully put themselves out there. It will be like 60%, 70%, but not fully, okay? Because ultimately they're worried about backlash. They're worried about what other people might think. They're worried about what clients might think. When it comes to coaching processes, they're worried what other coaches will think. And ultimately, that holds them back from being the, the real them, right? And that 30 to 20% is going to make a huge, huge difference when it comes to fully putting yourself out there. So it's having the confidence to do that. But then if anything is to happen, someone leaves a shit comment, someone messages you, doesn't agree with what you're doing, et cetera, et cetera. It's standing your ground and actually being like, this is why I do it like this, right? And having full confidence in that. It's the same like you might put a video out on social media and you might get people be like, that's dog shit, what the fuck are you chatting about, right? But you've you've created that video for a reason, right? You've created that video because it's what you stand for, it's what you're confident in delivering, it's what you believe, then having the confidence to stand your ground with that. Okay, because it's not just from a it's not just from a backlash, I say, perspective, but it's also from the fact of people will come to you because of the way that you coach and the way that you are. If you're holding yourself back, you're then being very generic and very vanilla, and that's when you're gonna get lost in the crowd, right? People want to come to you because there's something about you that just makes them, you know, it's inspiring, it's motivating, it's different you know they really feel like they connect with you okay 
So standing your ground in everything that you do and being like very fucking confident and being like, this is why I do it like this. And I'm going to show people why is I do it like this. And here's the proof of results because we do it like this. Right. So that's the first thing I would go with is literally standing your ground. And I say this because obviously, you know, 90 percent of what we do is outreach. And there are a lot of people out there that teach scripts. There are a lot of people out there that teach, you know, heavy sales techniques, you know, in terms of if you can't afford it, get your fucking credit card out, et cetera, et cetera. Now, for me, that doesn't every situation and circumstance is different. Right. But for me, that doesn't sit right. So actually going down the more generic, authentic route, I know there's going to be people that watch my type of content and be like, nah, you're never going to build a business on the, on those type of methods. Right. But we have and many people have as well right but uh, that's that's the way I teach it that's what makes what we do different we get the results that we get but ultimately it's standing I start I'll always stand my ground on that because that's the that's the message that we teach right so something just to think about when it comes to actually why do I deliver something the way I deliver it okay how is it different how am I different in terms of me as a person but also me as a coach and then literally putting that out into the world and standing your ground with it and being very fucking confident with that. Now that's not something that's going to happen overnight, but it's, it will come over time the more that you do it. So that's the first one I just wanted to um, touch on. Okay. And the second one kind of links into it a little bit as well. And it's like, just connect with more people. Right. And you've probably heard this many, many times before, but literally just connecting with more people. It doesn't need to be like standing in a room and doing networking, networking, just connecting. Right. So literally going in, having conversations with your audience. You know, if there's an event that you can go to, go to it. Just chat to two people. You know, if it's something that you're a little bit nervous about, it's two more people that you wouldn't have spoke to if you didn't go. But every single new person you connect with can open up a door right, that can then open up another door and another door and another door, right, and it's people that we won't have had the opportunity to connect with before, and as I say, it doesn't need to be go and speak to 50 people, go and speak to 100 people, right, it could literally be one client, you go message one person in your audience, right, you've been a little bit apprehensive to do it, you know, you might have a little bit of a bad relationship with outreach, you don't really want to, but that one person that you message might then bring their sister, their aunt, they're three colleagues from work, all right, two of their cousins, and then five of their friends. Fuck, we've just built a business, right, with 15, 15 people. That's the ability just connecting with one more person can have, okay? Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen every single time, but it's not happening at all because you're not connected with them, right? So as apprehensive as we might find it, as nerve-wracking as we might find it, okay, connecting with more people can open up more doors than you can ever realise. All right, and it all starts with messaging just that one person, which sounds cliche, I guess, but it can. You know, if you think you if you think back to the clients that you've got in your business or old clients, how many of them have bought you a friend, a referral? At least, at least one, right? At least one person has bought in somebody else that is a friend, a, a colleague, or whatever it might be. Think about if you've got one person in your audience right now, they're the first person that always views your stories. Right, you've had a look on their wall. They're an absolute ideal client. They could be a really good fit. You might have had a conversation with them before, right? And nothing really materialized. That that was like last year. Go and speak to them. Okay, think about the doors that one person that you've connected with could open. Okay. And the last thing I wanted to touch on, say yes to more stuff, right? 
Now, I was given an opportunity the beginning part of this year. Um, and I was super, I mean, to be honest, now I think back to it now. I say I was super apprehensive. I just said yes without kind of thinking about it. But it was the best yes I ever could have made. And in terms of opportunities, in terms of experience, in terms of me learning, in terms of what's the word growth from a personal business perspective is being huge right because I just said yes to it okay and I remember coming off the call and I was a bit like mm, that might not be oh, I don't know if I should have said yes I don't know if I'm ready for that I don't know if I could do that but as I say looking back now it was the best it was the best decision you could ever make right but some of us we overthink a situation too much okay we overthink it you might have been invited onto someone's podcast Right, you might have something that you know you kind of need to do, but you know, something's holding you back a little bit. Right, it could be doing a live video for your clients, it could be doing a you know a guest expert for your clients, but you don't really want to post it anywhere out of, you know, your client group because the fear of what other people will say. I'm as I'm saying this now, I know a lot of these business ones are kind of linking together, but just saying yes and being like fuck yeah, you know what. Because I think that's the thing, especially if you've been in, I think podcasts are obviously podcasts are huge at the moment. And I think that's a huge thing for a lot of people, because ultimately, if they're invited onto someone's podcast, you're then putting yourself in front of an audience that doesn't know you. Right. And the apprehension, is that the right word? Apprehension of that can be huge. Fuck, these people don't know me. What if they don't like me? Oh, my God, this is going to be really shit. What if I mess up my words? They're going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Right. But think about again it that leads the, to the connection okay and that also leads to standing your ground all right the other two points that we've kind of talked about on this okay so just saying yes to more opportunities what can you say yes to this year it might be one opportunity right and it might take you you know time to kind of build up that confidence and july you'll be like fuck yes let's do it and then the back end of this year is completely different to what you've ever done before right so that is our five lessons so two personal three business okay as i say saying them out loud now the business ones have definitely intertwined with each other okay but i think they are super super helpful when it comes to you being your most genuine and authentic self online connecting with more people and saying yes to more opportunities that serve you okay that serve you that's the biggest thing probably you could take away from that and when it comes to personal Look at achievements, but personal achievements outside of your business. What have you done over last year? If there's not really anything now, what can you do this year? That's going to be a huge personal achievement for you to work towards. Okay. And and the obviously the the first lesson that we went through right back at the beginning. Go back through your photos, right? Scroll back through, look at the things that you've done. There'll be things that you can smile about, there'll be things that you can laugh at, there'll be things that remind you of like, oh shit, I did that. Oh my god, yeah, I did that. Right. And it just it just shows you, actually, that you did do a lot. You're not just in business all the time. OK, you have done things. You have done stuff that you can be proud of. And you're not just a coach. You are X person and a coach at the same time. Right. So, guys, I hope that helped. As always, if you have any questions or any comments off the back of that, then please, please, please let me know. I've set a um i was gonna say i set a target i can't remember what i said i was gonna do now it's either two podcasts a month or one a week i do believe it was one a week 
But if there's anything that you kind of want to know a bit more in depth on, especially when it comes to outreach conversations, we know that obviously going into the, you know, the new year, I know for a lot of you, you would have set yourself targets, expectations when it comes to conversations and outreach, because you know how powerful they can be. But if there's anything that you're struggling with it, I am going to touch on, I'm going to touch on a lot of outreach, but we know that obviously a lot goes into it at the same time. It's not just, you know, you could send 100 messages a day, but if you've not got X, Y, Z in place, then they're all going to be a little bit redundant. So there are, that is stuff that we're actually going to touch on moving forward as well. But if there's anything you specifically, sorry, um, want to know more about, you're struggling with, you're not sure what to do, then my inbox is always open. So enjoy the rest of your 1st of January, whatever you may be up to. And I shall speak to you guys soon.